Last week was the first <clears throat> Sunday of Advent, and I spoke of the Advent times of life, those threshold moments of darkness, when we experience significant change and, and loss, and we are faced with the reality that the world we knew has come to an end. For every ending, there is the promise of a new beginning. However, you must first go through the wilderness. The wilderness isn't so much a place of exile or punishment as it is a place of self-discovery. You see, the wilderness I'm talking about is not the geography around us, but the geography within us. It is our interior landscape. There is nowhere to hide in the wilderness. There are no illusions or distractions. The wilderness strips you of all your pretense, and you are left to face up to yourself, to examine your heart, and to confess the truth about your life. Although the wilderness is difficult and painful, it is the place where we have the opportunity to recalibrate our life, to reorient our life toward the one who is coming, ensuring that when God does arrive, we will be ready. Our unlikely guide through the wilderness is John the Baptist. He is proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, or as I like to call them, faults. <clears throat> I wonder, what does that mean to you? What has been your experience, your understanding of repentance? Does it inspire hope and joy? Or when you hear the word repent, do you think, oh, shoot. <laughs> Someone is in trouble. My personal understanding of repentance has changed <clears throat> over the years, uh, specifically over the last uh, few months of my life. I used to think about repentance mostly in terms of behavior and, and morals. Uh, repentance meant being sorry, remorseful, never doing it, whatever it is, again. And certainly that's a part of repentance, remorse and, and regret. However, it is a very small part. Regardless of what others may proclaim from their pulpits or music stands, repentance is not about shame or guilt. Nor should it ever be used to condemn or dismiss or demean a life. Ever. And finally, repentance is not a precondition for God's love. God loves you regardless of and in light of your faults. That is grace. The doctrine of repentance as taught in the Bible 
is a call for God's people to make a radical turn from one way of life to another. You could think of it as conversion or or transformation from self-love and self-trust and self-assertion to obedient trust, to self-commitment to God. It is a change of mind that requires a conscious turning away from those things that conflict with you living at one with God. In repenting, one makes, hopes to make, a complete change of direction, a 180, if you will, from self-interest towards God-interest. To think about repentance another way, what if repentance is really about returning to our truer and better selves? What if repentance is, is like learning to walk? It's not so much about whether you will fall. You will fall a lot. But whether you will get back up and try again. What if repentance is about recovering the parts of ourselves that we have forgotten, ignored, neglected? What if repentance is really about facing the aspects of our lives that that we don't like? That we think are unacceptable or unlovable or that we are afraid of? What if repentance is simply about the many U-turns we make to get life back on track? The opportunity to change our mind to have a change of heart, to change the direction of our life? What if repentance is the recognition that we are all recovering human beings, regardless of guilt or innocence? We are all recovering human beings. That would mean hope and not guilt lies at the heart of repentance. Our focus would be less on where we've come from, and more on where we are headed. It would be less about wrongdoing and more about healing and recovery. As some of you know, I'm currently doing an internship with Ohio Health as a hospital chaplain. And part of my internship is participating each week in an interpersonal group with other interns. Initially, I thought this weekly commitment would be focused solely on chaplain-patient interactions, um, discussing techniques, and, and challenging patients and, and situations. And that's certainly part of it. Um, however, it is a very small, small part of it. You see, in many ways, our time together each week is about the deconstruction of self so that we might better understand self. We acknowledge those habitual ways of living that give us a false sense of truly being alive. And it is hard work. It is emotional work. 
It is wilderness work. Rather than living from our head, our intellect, as, as most of us are prone to do, we are asked and we are challenged and one might even say forced to live from here, our heart. To express our emotions and our feelings, our joys and our sorrows. And each week my peers and I hold the space for one another to explore and make meaning from our lives. To distinguish between what is life-giving and what is self-giving. And in the midst of the, the work that we do together, we ask each day, where is God in your story? Where is God in your actions? Where is God in your emotions? Where is God? Because if you can locate God in your story, in your life, you can begin recalibrating and moving in God's direction. And as you move in God's direction, those habitual ways of living and understanding that are so often about you and not about God, begin to fall away. And what lies before us in the reconstruction phase is a more authentic, fully lived, God-shaped life. That is repentance. The wilderness times of life are times of self-discovery. And repentance is the path that we take out of the wilderness to live the life we most truly desire and to become more fully ourselves as we recalibrate and align our life with God's life. And we do this from a place of hope, never guilt, always hope. Regardless of what you have done or left undone, you are God's beloved. You are beautiful and you are holy. In each day of your life, you have a choice. You can live in the direction toward God, or you can live in the direction away from God. And so I wonder, what keeps you from living the life that you want? What holds you back and prevents you from, from being your truest and most authentic self? What would it take to be fully you? What do you need to let go of, give up, change, or leave behind in the wilderness? What U-turn do you need to make? The path of repentance is a path of hope. It is a path of freedom. It is a path of life. And God meets you on that path, always. But you have to take the step first. 
O come, O come, Emmanuel. Thanks be to God. Amen.